Welcome, everyone, to the How to Get the Most Out of College podcast. There's a lot of talk about where to go to college, but not nearly enough about how to go to college. And it's the everyday decisions that drive your success. I'm your host, Elliot Felix. I've been a consultant to more than 100 colleges and universities, helping them improve their student experience. And I'm the author of How to Get the Most Out of College, where I take what I've learned about how college works and make it work for you. And I am joined today by Bill Carter from Student Athlete Insights. And on the podcast, we dive in to each of the tips and topics in the book. And the final tip in how to get the most out of college, tip 127, is about name, image, and likeness, which is a brand new topic for student athletes and such an important one. So I'm so excited to hear from Bill. And let's dive in. Bill, can you introduce yourself? Yes. First of all, thanks very much for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast, just as I was excited to be included in your book, which I love. My name is Bill Carter. I'm the founder of Student Athlete Insights. I manage a consulting practice where I educate and advise both sports organizations, colleges and universities, agencies, and even directly student athletes about the NCAA legislation around name, image, and likeness, which is the opportunity for student athletes to promote who they are and earn income because of it. That's great. Tell us a story about a student putting that into practice, promoting who they are and making income because of it. I'll tell you a quick story about one of those student athletes who's since become somewhat famous in this industry, in the NIL space, but it's also really my motivation to get involved in NIL. I've been in the sports industry for over 20 years, mainly working with Fortune 500 brands and doing a lot of athlete marketing. And for several years, me and many other people in my industry knew that name image likeness was going to become a real opportunity for student athletes. We didn't know exactly when, but we could see it coming. And that eventually became the de facto law of the land in the summer in July of 2021. But about a year before that, really in the midst of the pandemic, I was working from home. My two daughters were home doing school from home, of course, at that period of time. And this is in 2020. And I walked downstairs to my then 11-year-old daughter's room, and I knew she was taking a break from school, and she was on her phone, and she was scrolling on TikTok, and she said, Dad, I want to show you something, which she rarely does. So, of course, I jumped over there to look at it, and she shows me a TikTok by a young woman named Chloe Mitchell. Now, at the time, I didn't know who Chloe Mitchell was, and I think most people outside of her, of her immediate friends and family, didn't know who Chloe Mitchell was. She, at the time, was sort of promoting, if you will, she would say, just to her 34 friends and family, a project that she was documenting on TikTok. And it was what she calls a she shed project. Like she was home, not on campus either. She's a volleyball player at Aquinas College in Michigan. And she was stuck at home with the rest of the world at that time. And she decided to put her energy into a renovation project of a shed in her family's backyard to make it a she shed. And she starts documenting this 
And the TikToks are really, again, just for her friends and family. And she describes going to bed one night after doing a TikTok, waking up the next day and finding that 30,000 people have liked the video. And my daughter is one of them. And my daughter's showing this to me. And at this point, I had really determined that I was going to be very involved in NIL, but I was still determining how that was going to happen. I wanted to utilize what I knew about athlete marketing and apply it to college sports. But to be really honest with you, I don't have a gigantic interest, Elliot, in working with what we'll call the power five schools in football and basketball and nothing against those very high level athletes, but I really have a passion for supporting all student athletes in this country, not just the sort of very top of the pyramid. So when I saw this video, the first video my daughter showed me from Chloe Mitchell, I thought this is real NIL at work. This, this is, is going to be a thing. Yeah. Name, image, likeness. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be student athletes that we've never heard of, maybe at colleges that we don't normally pay attention to from an athletic standpoint, maybe playing sports other than basketball and football. And they're going to be creative and they're going to be entrepreneurial. And this is the way it's going to play out. Now, let me fast forward and end the story with this, which is at the time that I saw that video, Chloe Mitchell may have had 10, 20,000 fans and followers. Today, she's got almost 3 million fans and followers on TikTok alone. And she has obviously an enormous Instagram following, an enormous YouTube following, et cetera. And to say that she really blew up on TikTok is an understatement. I mean, what she did was phenomenal. And so she really not only did that she shed project, but then just capitalized on that momentum, understood what she needed to do as an entrepreneur and really developed an entire business around that social media fame and following. And so I love that story. I love seeing student athletes succeed, particularly when they're of that profile that I think Chloe Mitchell represents. That's an awesome story. And I love your focus on all the sports and maybe ones we haven't heard of or universities we haven't heard of. Besides documenting the she shed, give us some examples of, of some other ways that students, student athletes who are listening or their families or even their coaches or other folks, how can they get involved? What can they do? It's such a great question. And it's really at the foundation of understanding what NIL really is and what it is not, and therefore being able to execute a plan if you're a student athlete who wants to participate. Here's the number one thing, Elliot, which is that most student athletes, a little over 50%, most fans of college sports, even some college administrators and even some coaches have a general misunderstanding of what name, image, and likeness really is. It is not the right to get endorsements from brands. That's not what it means. NIL is the right of publicity. And with that publicity, the athlete can do a myriad of things to earn income. So yes, they can develop a partnership with a brand and earn income that way. 
that looks more like a professional sports style endorsement that most people are aware of. That's the definition that most people use of NIL, but it's much bigger and broader than that. Student athletes can do social media on behalf of brands or nonprofits or organizations, meaning they can develop content, they can post it on their own channels, they can uh, have their partners, the brands or the organizations post that content on the organization's uh, social channels. They can be involved in instruction, doing camps, clinics, private instruction. They can do appearances, sign autographs, uh, develop their own brand and sell their own merchandise. You know, that wouldn't have been possible 10 years ago, but now with so many online you know, print on demand options, you and I can develop a brand right now. I don't think we should do it, but we could develop a brand right now, create a name and a logo and have a thousand t-shirts created and shipped to our door within five days, right? So right. There, there are all kinds of options in terms of income earning opportunities for student athletes. And all of that is really what NIL is. So it sounds like so much of this is moving beyond the obvious endorsement as the vehicle and saying you have these other options, social media, instruction, appearances, merchandise, and why, I guess the income side of it is, is perhaps obvious, but why is this important? Why should student athletes get involved in NIL? Again, that's another great question because I think there's sort of the obvious, which is it's an income earning opportunity, right? And all college students or most college students, I should say, if they can earn additional income, that's a good thing, right? But there's, I think, one layer deeper than that, that has a longer term benefit of participating in NIL. And that is really from a career development standpoint. You take a step back and think about the things that say a Chloe Mitchell had to do to be successful, get 3 million TikTok fans and have brands paying her to be included in her videos. Whether it's her or any other student athlete, the steps they have to take to be successful. So the first thing they have to do, which doesn't necessarily last a lifetime, but is necessary in the moment, which is they have to understand the rules and regulations of NIL. Some of those regulations are with the NCAA or with the NAIA, which is the other governing body. Some of those rules and regulations are state laws. Some could be FTC guidelines that guide social media influencers. So the effort that it takes to understand those things is is meaningful. Like that's the way the world operates. If you want to be an entrepreneur in a space, you have to understand the rules of that particular landscape. The second thing absolutely has a longer term benefit, which is if you are a student athlete and you're going to attempt to earn income through NIL, you're going to have a public persona. It's largely on social media, but it could also be in a website that you develop or a myriad of other things that you do. But you and I, as adults who are deeper into our careers, we know the importance of our personal brand, our digital footprint, how we communicate publicly. And all of that is something that a student athlete can and must learn to be successful with NIL. And that lasts forever. 
So if they do NIL deals as a sophomore, junior, and senior, and let's say they're just not even wildly successful with NIL, but they paid attention to having great social media content, a really buttoned up LinkedIn profile, all those things, we know that benefits them when they go searching for their first job and well beyond that. So that's the second thing. And then the third benefit of participating in NIL are all of what I'll call the athlete entrepreneurial lessons, the, the things that you have to learn and go through to determine what business you're going to be in. Are you going to be in the merchandise business? Are you going to develop your own brand? How are you going to source product? How is your brand going to be differentiated? What's your sales and marketing plan? Do you need some funding to get this endeavor off the ground? All of those things are the type of entrepreneurship that if you learn it between the ages of 18 and 22, you may fall in love with it and start 10 other businesses over your lifetime. But any way you look at it, it's a huge benefit. In my opinion, it's a huge benefit to having learned those skills. And hopefully you'll have an economic benefit while this is all happening. But even if you fall short of that, this is a tremendous opportunity to learn. That's such a great point because beyond the income, seeing it as an opportunity to learn and grow and you get a sense of your personal brand, you get a, an opportunity to start something, to lead something, to create something, and you're learning a bit of finance, some supply chain, some marketing, all the lessons that have to go with that. So it's more than just an exercise in supplementary income. It's a way to grow as a student, as a person. Absolutely. Uh, so you get the last word, Bill. We'd love to hear a, a final bit of advice for students getting involved in name, image, and likeness, or if there's a resource or something they should read. I know you've got a, you've got a great newsletter on the topic. Is that where they should start or should <laughs> they start there and what should they read we'll, next? We'll start small with that and then I'll go a little bit bigger. I will say to anybody listening to the podcast, I do have a blog where I post data and surveys and research and, and a lot of other insights. It's at studentathleteinsights.com. You'll see the blog on the page and there's a new post at least once a week and you can sign up uh, for the newsletter and, and get that to your inbox. My final piece of advice, and it's going to sound a little bit like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but, I, but trust me, I'm not trying to. I think if you're an, a student athlete and you're interested in NIL, my advice is this. On the one hand, I'd say fly by the seat of your pants. It doesn't have to be perfect. I wouldn't try to be overly polished or make everything completely buttoned up. If you have an assemblance of a plan, get out there and try it. It will be worth the effort just to begin, to go ahead and try it. On the other hand, you should probably recognize that if you're interested in NIL and in a specific part of NIL, there's probably people out there that are already doing it successfully. That's great. They're not your competitors because the NIL landscape's way too big and it's highly localized. So you don't need to worry of competitors in that sense. But rather, I say that to you, find the people, find other student athletes, mentors, entrepreneurs who are being successful doing the thing that you want to do 
and connect with them if they're willing to talk to you and copy them if they're not. Look at those blueprints and don't try to do everything from square one. Really try to identify who's doing it well and copy as much of that blueprint as possible and make you know the parts that really are about you, make them your own. So I really wish anybody listening, students and student athletes alike, if they're interested in this space, to absolutely jump in with both feet. That's great advice. And I think that advice applies to more than just NIL. I think finding a mentor, finding a role model, someone whose path you can follow, someone who can guide you on your path. I mean, that, that advice applies to so many other aspects of college and great advice on how to get the most out of college, Bill. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts and check out elliotfelix.com for all the episodes and the articles I've written, talks I've given, and more information about the book. Mm-hmm.